Welcome, guys, to the first episode of the Training Make Podcast. I'm actually doing a podcast. Um, <clears throat> my name is Zach Tellender. I'm going to be the host of Training Make Podcast, and with me is my co-host, Colin Phillips. Colin, say hey. Hello. Man, you can't be that awkward. Uh, one more time. That's that's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... I wanted to make this podcast because, um, you know, a lot of you guys, if you're, if you're listening or if you're watching this podcast right there, uh, a lot of you guys follow me on the YouTubes and what I've found is when I, when I make statements or when I say certain things, um, basically, you know, there's questions, there's concerns, there's follow-ups on the <coughs> comment section. And then there's no real discourse following it. So like I try to make my videos very con concise and my information that I send out very concise. I send it out and then people have problems and there's no back and forth. And I don't want to sit on a computer and type all day. So I feel like having a level of discussion uh, I, is very beneficial. And I, I'm actually, I think that this is a, a better platform for people to learn about the sport of weightlifting, about training and just to have good discussion. I mean, um, I script most of my, my YouTube videos. This is gonna be unscripted besides these couple bullet points. Uh, okay, so uh, if you are listening to this podcast, again, I'm kind of shooting from the hip here. <laughs> so like- This is, this is like, all pretty much just like straight improv. I bought, I bought two mics. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, the podcast, we're going to talk about training. That could be weightlifting, powerlifting, strongman, CrossFit, bodybuilding, just regular gym going. It's going to be a lot about training and the culture that surrounds it. But we, Colin and I both have personalities too. We're not just robots that are just like programmed to only talk about coaching. We can, we're going to mess around a little bit. So, you know, we might bring up random stuff that's going on that has nothing to do with training. So if you've noticed, if I, you know, if, if you watch any of my YouTube videos, a lot <laughs> of them, I'm not gonna, you know, I, I, there is a slight amount of bro science and anecdotes, but it's hard to determine if I'm being ironic or not. And here I'm going, maybe irony isn't the proper word, but here I'm gonna make a lot of jokes. And if you take it out of context, well, that's your fault. <laughs> Cause <laughs> that's gonna be the plan. Uh, that, anything that never happens on the internet. That right. <laughs> yeah. People never take anything out of context. If you write it. Yeah. If you write it or say it, you're, you're in the clear. Yeah. You're good to go. Uh, okay. Anything you want to say before, before the segments? Cause we, we have a couple segments here. Um... Actually, I'm going to scoot over a little bit here. But again, if you, <clears throat> yeah, like I said, if you if you're listening, probably listening on I don't know SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> like I gotta chop this are, thing up. Are we SoundCloud podcasters? Yeah, we're we're, we're <laughs> it's gonna be on Sound, SoundCloud, that's for sure. But wherever else it is, I don't know. But if you're listening to it, go to my YouTube channel, the one that I'm making for this. It's gonna be called the Training Make Podcast. Go there, and we're going to clip these out, and we'll also put videos over the top because we plan on, lit, like, watching internet videos. Like, that's yeah. my favorite thing to do. I'm a YouTuber, dude. So, like, I love to 
watch YouTube videos and uh, and comment on them and laugh at people. So <laughs> we're going to do that here. And if, if you're listening to it, I'll try to be as descriptive as possible, but you're probably going to want to go to that YouTube channel and and watch. But Especially any, for today's. Yeah, we've got some <laughs> we've got some good stuff planned for for today. Anything though before we go into our segments? I don't think so. I think we should. Let me take hop. a drink of let's, my. Let's hop right into it. Vanilla latte, literally, dude. Dude, this is actually bomb as shit. It's so, so good. good. <laughs> so, I bought this. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real white girl right now. This is super white girl stuff. This is uh, Starbucks skinny vanilla latte. Forty-five percent fewer calories than our regular Starbucks vanilla latte. I don't also, care what it is. It tastes delicious. And, it's also uh, 5 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah, it's 5 p.m. <laughs> and we're just going to jack ourselves up on caffeine for the podcast. Okay, let's jump to our segments. The f- okay. We have four segments that we're going to do before our main discussion. Uh, and here's what the names of them are. <laughs> They're Chaps My Ass. Now, it could have been Grind My Gears like Family Guy. Could have. What else could it have been? Uh... Steams My Bean. <laughs> have you ever heard that one? <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> so, uh, pisses disgusting. me off. But yeah. we're going to say chaps my ass because of Texas. We're in Texas. We're in Texas, dude. Okay, that's the first one. Uh, the next one is training hacks. If you've ever been on on the YouTubes, it's this website by Google. Just Google search Y-O-U-T-U-B-E. Don't know if you've ever heard of it. Don't know if you've heard of it, but... Uh, yeah, so oh, Jesus Christ. everything is a hack now. Dude, my, uh... And, and let me tell you, it doesn't stop at weightlifting. My, my niece just FaceTimed me. She just said... <laughs> <laughs> well, the podcast is off to a good start. <laughs> Colin's niece tried to FaceTime him while can we're I, going. How do I... I'm going to get... myself on, like, yeah. airplane mode or something? Right. <laughs> yeah, dude, put as much as you can okay, on, there on we airplane go. mode. Okay, so, uh... And then after that, so so chaps my ass, training hacks, then meme or legit, okay? Meme or legit, basically anything that is, so meme, it, it basically means like a meta, like narrative, right? Like, so something that's created, this is going to be a crazy thing if I can explain this, <laughs> something that's created that you can only understand if you understand like what was created before that. Yeah. Right, like slaps roof of podcast <laughs> can fit so many references you can fit in so here. So many references, right? But if here. you didn't understand the first meme of that, you can't. You know what I mean? So meme or legit, anything that's going around training that like everyone does, because this is how this is how Instagram works. You do yeah. something cool, a lot of people are going to start to do something cool. I don't even have that much Instagram font. Like I have not a big Instagram following or any power on Instagram. That place is cluttered with with bad, <laughs> with bad, bad stuff. Um, okay, so that's meme or legit. And then finally, our, our segment, Living Legend, the segment that I've been looking forward to for months. Uh, Living Legend is basically... Anyone that embodies the mindset necessary for success in life. Uh, and I, I've got a few that, I'm, that I want to put on Just, this segment, but there is, it is dedicated to one man. And we'll get to this man, so yeah. please stick around. This, this guy is a very important part of mine and Colin's life. 
right now, okay? Uh, and <laughs> we're going to talk about him. This this guy's got a dick full of confidence. Just oh, like, dude. And sprays it all over the weightlifting community. This yeah, guy is, he's, he literally is if, the living legend. If we can single-handedly, like, if we can make him just a, a bigger power in the weightlifting community and, and just training in general, like, this podcast is fulfilled. Yeah. Okay, so so those are our four segments. We're going to start with chaps, chaps my ass. <coughs> Colin, what chaps your ass? Um, what chaps my ass is individualized programming. Dude, that's exactly what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish Perfect. I'm going to show you. Perfect. I can show you my screen right now. Like, chaps my yeah. ass. Individual programming. Individualized it's fine. We'll just talk about it. Okay. We'll just kill two birds with so, one stone. So you start. Okay. So my biggest pet peeve with individualized programming is that there's such a small, minute percentage of people in the world who do weightlifting that probably legitimately need individualized programming. Um, everyone likes to think that they're that special 1% or they're God's gift to earth and you know they need programming that fits this weakness and that weakness and they need to, you know, I need to do more squats or I need to squat this many times a week or this is my one defining weakness and if I have a program that does that, then that's what's gonna make me a better weightlifter or just training in generally, but, but specifically more for weightlifting. When really the, the reality of the situation is that if you snatch and you clean and jerk and you do their, the different snatches and clean and jerks, blocks, hangs, um, deficits, whatever you want to do, right? If you snatch and you clean and jerk and you squat and you pull above 80% regularly, you're yeah. going to get better, right? Yeah. Like that's just the, the fact of the matter is that you just have to do more snatch and more clean and jerk and more squats. If you just work harder at the snatch and the clean and jerk, you're gonna get better. It doesn't give it doesn't matter what your, your programming is or how defined and, and you know individualized it is for you specifically. Um, you just gotta snatch and clean and jerk more. I will say the one difference to that is if you have injuries or or you know things that really are specific to you. Right. Those are kind of out like misnomers and, and outliers in the the equation, but for a healthy individual, you don't need an individualized program. You just need to work harder. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I put individualized programming as well. And, um, uh, cause great minds think alike. That's, <laughs> that's why. But my, my whole thing about, about it is like, first off, periodization is a science that's very easily understood. Okay. And one of the ways that I always talk about it is super compensation, which the, you know the USAW level two puts it out perfectly. I actually have it up on my screen right here. And, and think about it this way: so like you have your base loading supercompensation performance. You train. You have a base. Here's your percentage, whatever that percentage may be. Here's the amount of reps. Here's the amount of sets. Okay, that's that's your work for the week, for the month, whatever. Okay, then you overload that to create some sort of adaptive stimulus. You, you, you add more volume, whatever. Then you take a deload, which is super compensation essentially, and now you're stronger than you were before. Okay, That's, that is not gonna change no matter what. So 
whatever you're, that will never change across all periodization. It's like the easiest concept to understand. It is, it is the essence of weight of like of programming and training. Yeah. So, okay. So if I set here, like here, we'll, we'll look at cycle two of, uh, of the, because cycle one of, um, this supercompensation is is basically week one through four of 12 weeks. Let's say that you have a little bit of a capacity base, okay? And we're going into like a, more of a strength phase, mm-hmm. but this is before peaking phase. Yeah. Okay? You're going to do three sets of two uh, at 75%. Then you'll do four sets of two at 80%. Then you'll do two sets of two at 70%. That's going to be the lowest. That's your supercompensation. And then you're going to perform. And you're going to do 90% for two sets of two. Or you can, you know, you can go for a, a, a max double, right? That, that's going to be your strength phase. There is no need to change that for the individual. That's science. Yeah. You can't change it. So here is where people conflate individualized programming with what they actually mean. If your snatch has a certain aspect of it that's off, you're not keeping the bar close. You're, you're not pulling properly. You're not doing all of these things properly. If one of those things is off, where is it on? We're going to get to that point and then we'll kind of work from there. That's individualized yeah. programming. It's like, um, because if, if you're snatching fine and you're doing three sets of two at 75%, there's no need to individualize this. We're just going to overload. Yeah. And Joe Schmo, if, and you know, Joe and Susie, if their snatches are both looking good and we want to overload them, we're just going to overload them the exact same. Yeah. Maybe difference because of women and men. There's some, so let's say there's two men, same weight class, whatever. Yeah. Okay. We don't need to pick at strings here, but that I, I totally agree with you. And dude, coming from my position where I'm asked for remote coaching happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time. I, I, I think the worst thing is when when someone you know they'll they'll reach out to me and they'll say hey can you can you get me some programming can i get some programming it's like well go programming you don't need me for programming no one needs yeah. anyone for programming they need yeah. a coach and see and so that's i think that's where kind of the big the big issue is is that people want individualized programming well the only way that i can write an individualized programming for you is if I write a program for you, and then we see how that goes, and then we adjust the program, right? Like you can't come to me, or you know, people can't come to you as athletes that you've never seen lift, you've never programmed for them, you don't know what they're doing, and they say, "Hey, I want a yeah. program." You give them the program, and they say, "Oh, this isn't individualized towards me." It's like, well, I don't know how you react to this program, so I can't adjust it to make it more optimum for you, right? And, and, you know, this is individualized programming, I feel like, is something that gets developed over months and years with athletes that you have to work with for months and years. Right. You know, it's, I'm sure Norik Vardanian has a very, very good idea about what does and doesn't work for Jenny Arthur. Exactly. Because they've been working together for years years and years and years, right? But that's what it takes to, and there's even levels to that in that he knows Jenny's technique is is consistent you know that's not going to change day to day he knows where her strength levels are he knows what works for her as far as loading and, and intensity and, and volume for snatch and clean and jerk so he can program optimized with her 
in addition to having day-to-day conversations about how is this feeling, how is this going, right? Well, people people and, think and that they just don't get that without a one, two, three-year relationship with a coach and an athlete. Here's the issue, dude. It's not about individualized programming. It's it, if you can find a coach and you work with a coach one-on-one and he has your program written out, everything is individualized to, to you because he's watching you or she's watching you. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're, they're watching you and they're making cues. That's individualized to you. But if you're someone asking for remote coaching, which is very applicable to my situation, I get asked for remote coaching all the time. Yeah. They think they're, you're not getting your money's worth unless if the word custom comes up. Custom, individualized, whatever it is. Yeah. And my thing is like, no, 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 no. You, I'm just going to watch you lift and I'm going to fix it. Yeah. And I, here's the program. It's, it's, it's not even individualized. Pro- it's just coaching. It's just coaching. It's coaching. Yes. Okay. So that's it. Individualized programming equals coaching. Yeah. And, and if I assign some accessories or assign drilling, which I usually do, mm-hmm. that can be seen as individual programming, but we need to get you back to the non-individual programming. Yeah. So the idea is like you want to get away from individual programming programming we want to get yeah. back to that super compensation model for some reason you're missing your 80 percent for two by or for four by two for some reason you're there's something off with your 80 percent for four by two or or maybe we get to 90 percent and you start missing singles at 90 percent well then okay we have to do individual programming because you suck <laughs> because you're because you're missing reps yeah that's that's why individual that's why individual co- programming comes in yeah okay and i, and I even have an an example to say with that. I mean, I'm I'm coached by Max Ada and right. and my girlfriend is also coached by Max Ada. We get the same program, right? We get the exact same program pretty much every month. Um, and usually if my training is going well, I'm I'm making all my lifts, everything's going fine, my responses are looks good, solid. Yeah, and you fine, just stay on right? the programming that's proven by science. what you're doing. Exactly. Right? And if something ever changes, right? Or and, and I start to miss stuff, Right, I say, hey, what am I doing? What can I change? Then stuff starts to change. Right. Right. But if things are going according to plan, and and even you know earlier in a in a training set like cycle, if I'm missing eighty percent randomly because I'm trying to make technical changes, that's fine. Right. Yeah. You're gonna have misses trying to change things up. That's the purpose of change. But as long as things are going fine, you just keep doing the program, and it's gonna work. Exactly. It's gonna work. Okay. All right. Next segment is training hacks. What's your training hack, dude? <laughs> um, 80% singles for 10 plus sets. Okay. <laughs> Go on. I actually, I like that. So, so this is, again, another thing that actually Max has done with me earlier on in my, my working with him is basically I just was pretty inconsistent at 80%. And it wasn't... 80% in my snatch and my clean and jerk was not a very big percentage of what my strength numbers were. Mm-hmm. Um, I could back squat 200 kilos whenever I was snatching and clean and jerking 100 kilos, snatching 100 kilos and clean and jerking 125, right? So that's not very fatiguing for me, for me to do 80% snatches for 10 sets. Like, and we would even have workouts where we had 10 sets at 80% and then 10 sets building from after that after that and some of you guys right? pr right yeah and we yeah. would pr like i i pr'd my my jerk doing that so two weeks in a row actually it's so funny it's like just doing 80 percent, especially if 
your strength numbers are way above your, your classic lift numbers, which a lot of people's are, right? Just doing 80% a shitload more times, doing it a lot, getting a lot of work in that rep range is going to make you so, so much better. So what's better than 80% is 85%. 85%. So, well, I, I think, I think in general, there's not enough of that. There's not enough like specificity to, to, to like, not like here we're, we do a sport of singles. That's the sport. One single. So let's uh, build your work capacity over the course of a mesocycle, which is like four weeks, right? And see how much you can get from 80 to 90%. And then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah. And that's like, there's no arguing that. If your technique is off, right? Like we talked about, so you need to fix it or you won't be able to go maximal. Yeah. There's a lot of people who can hit 80 to 90% all day. And then when they, when it comes time to going maximal, they, they start missing and those people have technical flaws. Okay. My, my training hack is, uh, single front squats before and after training. <laughs> so maximal the, front squats before ma special maximal front squats before and maximal front squats after training, sometimes four times a day. Trainers, trainers hate them with trainers hate them. Hack. Basically, you'll notice about training hacks is that these are two <laughs> things that Colin and I both do, and they're not hacks. <laughs> <laughs> they're just way, way fucking hard work. It's just hard and work, that's, and that's that's really the the training hack really is the how about emphasis <laughs> in in training hacks is doctors is probably you just aren't working. Hard yeah, enough. doctors and coaches hate him for what he does in training more volume at 80 to 90 percent doctors doctors hate him when he works out for four hours trainers hate him for front squatting more times yeah. when his legs are weak yeah so if you got weak legs hey newsflash you should squat more. you should squat more and not just more like hey let's go four times a week why not eight <laughs> because I don't hate myself that right. much. <laughs> well, I do. So I hate myself. Uh, okay, so those are training hacks. Meme training or hack. legit? You I'll know, go first on this yeah, one. Yeah, I don't even know if my meme or legit is well. Is jerk recoveries. The... Jerk recoveries. Is that a meme or is that legit? I'm gonna say it's a meme, and I'll tell you why. You know, let me go first. Okay. I think it's a stupid meme. First off, I'm six four. Okay. And then, hold on, shh, and then give me an inch heel, okay, 6'5". I look like a fucking, I look so tall in my goddamn lifters. I look so tall, because I got lie stungs yeah. now. I am so tall, okay? Now, extend my arms in a jerk position, in a split position. Over my head. Dude, look at my we arms. We seen to rest the bar on like a basketball hoop. Yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> Shut up with your jerk recoveries. Nonsense. It's bullshit. It's a meme. And and another thing too, if you suck at recovering in the jerk, maybe you should do 80 <laughs> to 90% for doubles or singles. More singles or doubles. Yeah. I. It's a meme. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It's a meme. It's not legit. Don't tell me it's legit. And I'll tell you why you can't tell me it's legit because you don't program them. I, I don't program them. I, there we go. I really it doesn't program, program them. them. Um, 
I'm gonna Are go you going to go with meme I'm or gonna legit? I'm going to say it's a meme. Yeah. yeah I, I think. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it's a meme. It's like, a total if, if you have, meme if you have if you overhead s- issues, if you have overhead stability issues, you should probably just jerk more. You should do, <laughs> just do more of <laughs> the thing that we're doing. Like, push press more and do do like more shoulder accessory work. You should just be in Dude, that quit it with these hacks. Often. Quit it with these hacks. Doing more is the biggest hack in weightlifting. Okay. I don't this <laughs> This is controversial. Right okay. Now. Meme okay. or legit, baby. Meme. That's what it's all about. Meme or legit. Okay. If you're familiar with the Instagram memes, right? Recently, there was a uh, a Maddie versus Vibert feud. Uh-huh. Okay. Are they in the same league? Meme or legit? Are they even in the same league? Are you able to, to compare Vibert to Maddie? Um... No, I mean, well, success-wise, not like, you know, what you do in training doesn't matter at all. Doesn't matter. You did 110 snatch off the blocks. Cool. Next time we snatch off the blocks in front of three judges, you might win. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think it's a meme. It's a total I, meme. I think it's it's a disservice to Maddie to, to don't get me wrong, Kate Viber is an insane athlete. Insane fucking athlete. For yeah, you mean where she dude, is in her career, like yeah, snatching you know, one ten off the blocks is insane. Compare her to Maddie Rogers, who has been insanely consistent in competition, done very very well, um, almost qualified for the Olympics. I think it's a huge disservice to to really compare them until Kate Vibert actually beats her in competition, which hopefully we'll actually see. So it's a meme soon. It's a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme. Cool. Okay. Keep memeing it up, baby. Jerk recoveries and Maddie versus Vibert. That's memes. a meme. Memes. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Maddie Rogers, just get on Instagram. For those of you who don't know, just start looking at weightlifting and noticing things. Thanks. Uh, okay. Our next segment, the segment, is going to be Living Legend. Love it. Brian Drescher. So that's what this whole segment is dedicated to the man, the myth, the living legend, Brian MFing Drescher. And you guys, what I'm the, the I can't describe him in the same way that we can't describe like God. Okay? Is he a god? He he might be. He's not not he really, a god. He really might be. This guy is so he's, sick. He's okay. The most inspiring person. We're gonna. Ever, we're gonna. I'm gonna throw up. Uh, you know what? And I'm gonna take. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna turn this screen around here. This is how ghetto we've we've got our setup. Yeah. Can't mess up. A, uh... All right. <laughs> no playback on my garage band. Just go to uh, YouTube's. Probably. Did your niece also try to FaceTime you? Nope. Okay, Brian Drescher. It's already queued up, obviously, because <coughs> I've watched it. All right, so let, let me let, let's give you a little background here. Brian Drescher, the living legend. So this video clip is called Brian the Living Legend Drescher in the 2007 Empire State Games. Okay, that's it. Here we go. <laughs> So we, we gotta we gotta describe this real quick for people that are not they're just listening to it. 
but this what seems to be 40-year-old man runs onto the platform, grabs the bar as hunched over as he possibly could be, and then performs the the noises that you've just heard. <laughs> <laughs> And then does like a crazy ass power Super, snatch okay. like ninety seven kilos. Ninety seven like kilos like on the board. Nothing. And then like he goes nothing. And then what does he say? In your face, I'm still the king. Okay, <laughs> this is who we're dealing with, guys. You think you know living legends? This you guy don't know. Is the original living legend. He, and the way that he goes up to the marshal to put his numbers in, too, the man drips swagger. So he's got 100 on there. There you go, ammonia. Make some noise. Gotta, gotta get the crowd into it, man. Ammonia Kaplan. Ammonia throws it behind him. There we go. <laughs> That's it. That's on the living Hold legend. on, hold on, hold on. Take Look it. at that walk. The Ric Flair walk. Let's go. Hold on. That, we're just going to keep it rolling. I don't know who Stan is. Ammonia Kaplan number two. Here we go. Clean the jerks. Describe this jerk position real quick. <laughs> because this shit is fucking legendary. Okay, so hold on. The rules, if you have it over your head, you can have bent elbows as long as, as they as don't long move. As long as they don't move. Okay, so this is that to the, <laughs> the largest extreme that you could possibly if, have. If, if you imagine like, like powerlifting, how people arch in their bench press, right? And they have the, just the people that have the most right. ridiculous arch and they... And they only move the bar like maybe a couple of inches. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the jerk version of that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's totally, totally taking the rules to the fullest extent that you could <laughs> without, without being out of the rules. And it's he can't hold the bar overhead. <laughs> he holds without, it like, without saying something. He also just in can't your hold face it out of his like in, over his head. Yeah, it's fine. It's like in it's front fine. of his forehead. It's legal. <laughs> Wasn't pretty. <laughs> so, so the announcer goes, "Wasn't pretty." Oh, okay, yeah. It wasn't pretty, and he just turns around and goes, "But I'm pretty, and that's what counts." <laughs> this guy gives no fucks. I just, guys, please. It's inspiring. It's so inspiring. Yeah, but I'm pretty, and that's what counts. Which he's not wrong. Hey, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. He's never wrong. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yeah, the suspense is killing me. 30 second clock. He's coming out so hot. Oh, yeah. He's going to come out so hot. This is this is gonna be some masters competition, and he legitimately has to be one of the last guys up. 
He has yeah. to. Yeah. Going 100, 120 is like super impressive at this age group, I yeah. think. Yeah. And, and he's, Here we go. Here we go. Doing power Here we go. And power cleans. Of course he's doing. Oh, ammonia in the sock. Ah. <laughs> Pulls ammonia out of his sock. Yeah, better wrap that back up, up, baby. Yeah, yeah. Still the king. Look, still the king. See? I mean... <laughs> I'm a teen idol. I gotta keep that physique. Just like... Drops the bar and immediately walks he rocks, forward. Yeah, because off the he has to. It's to a debate, Colin. It's no longer a lifting <laughs> meet. It's a, uh, it's a discussion. It's. <laughs> it's not. We're not at a weightlifting meet anymore. This is like. Savage. It's so inspiring. So, so. <laughs> the Ric Flair one too. To go to a to go to a weightlifting meet and have it be. Oh my god. Just. Okay, so. Here's like, the thing. No, here's the thing, Colin. He just turned that into his own performance. Okay, but look, check this out, dude. I wanted to show you this. Okay, so I've, I've never seen this. I've seen okay. this. I saw the last one, right. but I've never seen this. Brian one. Jasher, everyone, has a YouTube channel. <laughs> you, okay, you think it doesn't get better than that? Boy, are you wrong. Here we go. You wanted it. You wanted it, baby! Okay, so this, this video right here... If you don't weightlift, you should you should start because of this video. <laughs> fuck, a lot of people watch. Fuck, fuck the Cal Strength video. Yep, not Ilya, not this. any this video. Listen to this. Listen to this soliloquy. Okay. <laughs> this beautiful. Is he at Cal Strength? No. That's two, by the way. <laughs> I'm bigger than the sport. That's right, baby. Okay, so so actually though, here's the point of this whole little soliloquy. By the way, that was number four. That was four power snatches already. Seventy kilos. Okay, hold on. So the first off. He, he's like, you know, it's the same pe thing that people say about John North is like, you're bad for the sport when you like yell and shit like that. When you make this like big show, it's supposed yeah. to be about quiet and respectful and all that shit. And what he's saying is, yeah, oh yeah, uh, it's all about me, right? I haven't smoked a day in my life. I haven't drank. I'm not, I don't do dope. I don't smoke dope. <laughs> I just lift weights, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a bad guy. Honestly, that's a good defense. It's a pretty good, yeah, that's... I'm so bad Definitely for the sport. Good, you don't see me yeah. smoking dope. Next time someone says I'm bad for anything, I'm going to be like, 
You don't see me smoking dope. Okay, so he keeps going, dude. What'd he say? Pulls out the ammonia cap. He goes, all right, I have my vices. That's number six. No, it's five. That's five. That's five? Yeah. That's six. That's six. I just... Shirt's off. Shirt comes off. Flex. Gotta work on this physique. He's a teen idol. Eight. Yeah, I'm talking to you. To be able to like hold, just hold like a fucking rant session in the middle of a set of nine power snatches. Yeah, I to- yeah, that's right, you fat judge in the front. <laughs> oh my god, hold on, dude. It's Jesus. it's you think it's over, but you're wrong. Oh my god. Here we go. By the way, uh, Mr. Dresher invented karaoke lifting. And he's the champion of karaoke lifting. Have you heard about any of this? Have I, I told heard, you? No, okay, I haven't heard Here we go. about karaoke lifting. The World Karaoke Lifting Federation. What the fuck am I watching? He, what are you watching? You're watching the karaoke championships. <laughs> oh my god. Dear lord. <laughs> just, just clean deadlift after clean deadlift. Is that 140 on the bar? I don't I can't tell. So, hold on. <laughs> the king of karaoke lifting. I love this guy. I I, I actually love this guy. Like, he's just, just like, look at, just the way that Making he is. sure the coast is clear. He's, he, look, and he just sniffed nose tour. <laughs> oh my God. His, his dedication to his craft is so impressive. This is the song I burst out into when some... That's some interesting depth there, Mr. Dresher. What in oh. the... What am I watching? Dude, I... Okay, so I... You know, I originally thought that he would just power snatch probably, like, because of... Like, he probably had a bad back or something. Physically, his hips he, like, don't allow. Physically can't go lower than where he catches everything. <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy shit. 
Okay. Alright. You get the picture. You guys understand now, Brian Drescher, the living legend, why we have a segment dedicated to the man, the myth, the legend himself. Oh, goodness. Okay, so, uh, let's see here. Main discussion. <clears throat> I want to talk about... That was just the intro. That was, that was just... Those are our segments, by the way. But we needed to take a long time on Brian, the living le- yeah. legend Drescher. Um, main discussion is going to be just <coughs> the how Instagram and Reddit and it all of these things, they affect the, you know, they're very quick forms of uh, entertainment and information and all of these things. But weightlifting itself is not a quick thing. And there's a lot of history to a lot of different aspects. And the one thing that concerns me is when, you know, all of these memes come about. I, by the way, I'm a huge, I love the memes. <clears throat> I love the memes. I'm a fan I fo- of the memes. I follow them all. Yeah. Okay. But um, some could call me the long femur memer. <laughs> uh, I came up with that one, by the way. Yeah. I lo- I love I think the issue though is that sometimes people don't have an understanding of something and then they let the memes become the understanding of that thing. Yeah. Because people are fucking lazy. Yeah. And they don't want to do the due diligence and it's much easier to see a meme that makes fun of Bidad Salimi. <laughs> and I think we were talking about this before. Yeah. It's much easier to see a meme and be like, "Oh, Bidad Salimi, like he oh. bends his elbows and like <laughs> Like, let's break it down from the beginning, okay? Yeah, it's, it's That's easy to say, like, oh, Lash is kicking the shit out of Badad Salimi. Yeah, like, it was it was Badad Salimi for a very, very long time. And um, if it wasn't for, you know, okay, first off, he had those two press outs, one at Rio and one at Worlds. And, of course, the Iranian fans. But he, he can't control the Iranian fans. And he also, he had a little bit of a freak out. But beside those two things, like, he is... And then he was an incredible competitor, and he was the best super heavy by far, no questions asked, was going to win. He was the world record holder in the snatch before Lasha broke it. Yeah. And I think the total, or was that Rezazadeh still? Uh, I think that was still Rezazadeh. But my point being is that anytime Bidad Salimi is brought up, it's about, it's a meme. Yeah. It's a meme. Oh, yeah, you know, look at his elbows. And that sort of thing, it, it affects... There's a lot of aspects of training that's, that's kind <coughs> of like that. Yeah. People take a snapshot of something, they package it very well, and then... And then it's, it's taken to be true. It's taken to be fact and, like, this is the way that it is and this is the way that it's always been. Without I, people, like you said, doing their due diligent, diligent, diligence... And due, really diligence? Un- due, due diligence? And, due diligence. <laughs> and really understanding, like, kind of who these people were. Like, the, like you said, the, the magnitude of who Badad Salimi was before Lasha came back from his, from his ban. Yeah. Right? Like, Lasha came back from a ban. And yeah, Lasha was banned lo- two lo- years lo- as a lo- junior. Behold, Lasha came back better. Who would have thunk? That's, you know? dude, well, here's the thing. Do and, you understand how anabolics work, Colin? <laughs> Colin, okay. <laughs> so we put you on a band. You come back better. That's how clean lifting works. Yeah, exactly. So Lasha's clean now. Go on. And yeah, he, Lasha comes back, and you know, 
makes a couple of world record snatches, a couple of world record totals, and now Badad Salimi is complete I mean, shit. He's a complete meme, right? When no, dude, he's he's one of the greatest. He's one but, of the greatest super heavyweights to have ever been in the sport. So so I found though that like and this is this that is one aspect, right? It's like the quick, it's the fast. But another thing is that in every aspect of life where you can make a statement, it's the currency that follows is the upvote or the like in, or in social media. In social yeah. media. So so instead of having just like a bland opinion or not even an opinion, you have to package it in a way that's negative towards someone or maybe it's just different and crazy. And it's it's all wow factor. Right? It's all it's all, it's it's all, all wow like, factor. Oh shit! Or like yeah, that's it's either like humor or it's wow factor. See, I didn't grow up it's with just that. Something to like generate a reaction. It's all just based on generating a reaction. I swear, than... dude, I was not in touch with this until like I started doing the Discord thing. Really? Because it's it's like yeah, there's a lot of I have there's a lot of teenagers that are in my Discord, and it's like that is bonkers to be a teenager right now. That means I that agree. you were born after 2000 I agree. and that you were born with an iPhone. Like you, you, by the time you got to, you know, I mean, fifth, sixth grade, like all these kids have iPhones. When I, w when kids were getting cell phones, I, I'm not going to say like, oh, we didn't have cell phones, but like I had a flip phone until my senior year of high school. And then yeah. it was like a flip phone with nothing, no internet, none of yeah, that shit. No. I didn't, I didn't have a phone until like my sophomore year. I, I ended school. up getting a BlackBerry in in college, and that was dope. Yeah, that thing was awesome. Yeah, okay, you a full keyboard. Right? Yeah, and you got internet, you got all that cool stuff, right? But now these kids have access to internet, and now it's like they have access to message boards, to YouTube comments. I used to not understand and not really care, like YouTube comments. What? Who cares? But the thing Dude, is, if you do a, a if you do a contrarian enough YouTube comment or Reddit comment or uh, Instagram comment, you can get thousands of people that click upvote. Yeah. And that's thousands of people that are, that are going to agree with you. And so this is the way that, in my opinion, that kids have approached everything. Approach like just learning about society and how to be social and like how to interact with people. Exactly. Because and so much of their percentage of interaction that they get is through the internet, right? So, and, but imagine in an exchange... Like, I can't give you an exchange that's bland because it yeah. won't get upvotes. Or, or I can't usher in a statement without saying something snarky and, and yeah. like, meme -y. It's not – and I, I don't want to sound like a crotchety old man, but that can have some serious effects. And on, I've, I've, like, talked to, like, some other people about this completely on topic but off of topic in, like, relation to when, when I have children, right? Like – when we grew up, right, our, our parents almost had, like, complete autonomy about what we were exposed to, right? Yeah. Like, like in, in yeah. whenever we had questions, right, you go to your parents and you ask, hey, you know, I heard this or, or this happened. What do I do or what is this? And they would able to be able to, like, you know, either depending on what you're asking, like, dial it down a little bit to fit how old you are or just give you so a, a more realistic <clears> – <throat> answer for for your maturity level yeah and with an actual days, experience with, with an, an adult yeah, yeah. yeah and and kids these days like are not gonna have that it's gonna be way way harder i feel like to to kind of shape your your children and have one a good relationship with your children but you have no way of knowing 
what they're experiencing on the internet. Right. Like that's, that's, well, that's be, okay. That's, that's freaky. Be, that, that That's creepy. Yeah. Like to, it's, it's weird to, to think that you're not going to be able pretty soon to, to really even know what they're experiencing on the internet or to like, yeah. Help shape the person that they like. You want them to be good kids, but they're not going to come to you for everything because they don't need to now. No, they don't need to at all. Exactly. Yeah. No. Th- and this directly directly affects. I mean, I, I feel like I'm I'm a part of this, right? I deliver eight minute videos saying this is how you snatch and clean and jerk better. When really it took me, it took you, it took anyone who's good or decently good at the snatch or the clean and jerk. It took hours upon hours upon years upon years. Yeah. Right. So, and this goes with training so much yeah, that, and I'll come back to it over and over again, you know, doing more is the ultimate way to, to get better, but not just constantly being like, oh, well, you know, the science doesn't say this and the science doesn't say that. And, you know, who who is this person and what, who is that? It's like the best way to get better at anything is just to do it. You just have to do it. Whatever so, it is. So many people want to, like we said, individualize their programming. They want to get the best programming for themselves before they hop into weightlifting. Why? Because they want to do the lowest amount of extra. They don't want to do any extra. Oh, God. <laughs> they don't want to do any extra work. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, this is applicable across all all facets of, of life. I mean, you, there's a guitar in the corner. You want to play guitar? How are yeah. you gonna get better at guitar? Well, no. Here's how you're gonna get guitar. better at the at the guitar, Colin. Teach, teach me the. Teach you're gonna me buy the, a guitar fine, hero. You're gonna teach teach me the fine technique of, of fingering guitar frets because that's what's gonna make me better. Right. How about you just play some goddamn songs? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or you get a guitar hero, and you learn how to smash a jukebox hero, <laughs> on hard level. Or you go spend. Twelve hundred dollars on an Aleco guitar, right? Because <laughs> wait, so weightlifting. Here we go. Weightlifting. Ready? Like learn the positions, learn the technique, or max out every goddamn day. So you have shit to post to your Instagram. Exactly. About how exactly. you hit the same the same weight as you did last week, as you did the week before, well, as you did six months ago. I, I don't. Again, like, and it all still looks like trash. I think, I, I think that, I don't know, there, after a certain amount of time that you dedicate yourself to like a, real, like a physical sport, and the same thing goes to neurological, and I talked about the Matt Perryman book, Squat Every Day. It's like this weird, uh, you, you can like sense the adaptation that you're feeling. You can sense how like violent the adaptation is how <laughs> insane it is you yeah. know like i i believe that you don't you know and it, strength is so much of its neurological that in order to really optimize like you're snatching you're clean and jerking your back squat front squat like you just need to dedicate so many hours per week in it it's hard to to snatch twice a week and feel okay trying to max out your snatch or optimize it right like it's hard to explain but the you just feel it's something you can't and by the way 
when you're feeling that adaptation, you can't be good at anything else. No. It's, it's Are really... you good at snatch and clean and jerk? And when I say good, I mean really good for yeah. your body. Yeah. Right? Are, if you are in that situation, you are not good at anything else. <laughs> meaning yeah, good, meaning like as I'm, good. Yeah. I'm, I'm about to compete next week. I couldn't do anything other than snatch and clean and jerk you, Well, you could, but you wouldn't be, be good at it. I would it. be garbage at it. Yeah, so again, don't take this out of context, you people out there. When I say good, I mean actually good like, for yourself. Meaning like, you know, we talked about the 120-150. Okay, there's the 120-150 mark. When you are a CrossFitter, when you're an average, when you're starting weightlifting or you're a deadlifter, or sorry, a powerlifter and you want to be a deadlifter. When you're a powerlifter <laughs> and you want to be a weightlifter, there's that 120-150 point. Kind of like Mark. That, right. That a lot of people actually just like, jump into a lot of crossfitters that are good crossfitters really good crossfitters probably yeah. just kind of max out around that 120 150 yeah. range. maybe a little bit less probably like 115 yeah. 143 because it's 315 maybe like 125 143 right? exactly right? and like, that at that mark you're like oh i could do weightlifting that doesn't mean you're good no unless you are 60 Eight kilos, sixty-seven kilo yeah, weight class now. Exactly. Well, then there's no way. But see, there's no way that you were sixty-eight or whatever, and you just jumped in after CrossFit after, and you're yeah. going one twenty-five. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, say you're the average body weight, you're seventy-seven kilos up to one hundred five. Okay, and you go one twenty, one fifty. Okay, you're not good at weightlifting for yourself, even. Yeah. Just. I know you're not. I know it, and I'm not saying you're not good because you'll know you'll never be good, right? You, like Lasha's good, yeah. <laughs> like Lu Zhao is good. Is good. When I when I switched over from CrossFit, guess what? I went one twenty, one fifty, <laughs> and I thought I was good at weightlifting. Yeah, and then I went to a couple competitions and got my ass beat, <laughs> and then I trained nine times a week for twelve weeks straight, and then I did that again. Okay. And my, and my total went up to 135, 165. And I feel like, okay, now I'm good. At my, for myself, for I'm good. Yeah. Okay? Again, I'll never be good. <laughs> I did the same thing. I came out of CrossFit, and I did my first competition. And I went 100, 125 at 69 kilos body weight. Which was like... If you're doing that in CrossFit, you're yeah, like elite which, for which sure. In CrossFit, that's Like good. at least at your gym, yeah. But I was also in the B session at a university nationals that was not very competitive. Right. Like, no, I wasn't good. And what did you just hit last this weekend? And then this last weekend, I went 126, 165 at 80 Was kilos. it 65 or 66? No, 65. 65. At 80 kilos body weight, which, again, for me, is good. That's good. Right? But then... When I go and lift at AO3, I'm going to be lifting with Travis Cooper, who's going to do a 320 total. Uh, like, I don't think he's got that. That's that's good. That's I think he's good. got 300, but he's got not, three, maybe not 320. Uh, he's, he's snatched 140 a couple of times, and he's been clean and jerking. So you'd have to go 40, 80. 40, 80. I mean, 15 total at 80 kilos, 81 kilo body weight. That's, again... That's pretty good. It's not good compared to Lou or what right, the new right. ones are going to do, right. right? But like, no, that so I'm, I'm much I'm a much better weightlifter now than I was 
three years ago. So because I spent the last three years lifting five days a week, doing three plus hour workouts five days a week, doing the snatch and the clean and jerk. Yeah, yeah. So it's that's that's the thing is. And it's the same in everything else. Don't care about being good at weightlifting if you're not going to commit to a lot of time yeah. towards it. Don't care. And in fact, how about this? Don't care about anything unless you're going to commit some time to it. How about this for a little stat? Ready? <laughs> if, you, if you work at a job, how many hours a week does the typical American who works full-time work at their job 40 hours a week 40 hours a week okay that's and that's that gives you no excuse to be bad at your job because you get 40 hours of training a week at that fucking thing <laughs> so no one complains like oh man i'm sucking at my job i need to you know where you need to go do some more I, it's like no they do they, they go in at eight or nine you do your job and you're you're like, God damn, I can't wait to go home to watch Netflix. Okay? You go in, into the weight room and you're like, well, why can't I get better at weightlifting? It's like, yeah. Because you put in five hours a day <laughs> or five hours a week. Yeah. Well, I did an hour and a half workout three times a week. I come in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I, and I'm, and I'm then stalling. I on Saturday and I watch college football and drink fucking 12 hours. Right. But see, there's like, nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but there's only something wrong with that if you turn around and you're like, why are I improving? Maybe because you're not fucking committing yourself. Well, yeah, but yeah, that shit, that shit has been said ad nauseum, dude. Mm -hmm. That has been said by everyone. Go to Gary V's podcast. He'll say it every two seconds. <laughs> Stop complaining if you, like, yeah. if you don't want to commit. What are you doing the other eight hours? That's what he sounds like. <laughs> The other eight hours of your day. Have you ever, have you ever listened to Gary Vee? <laughs> no. You, know Gary Vee? you don't know Gary Vaynerchuk? Uh -uh. God, dude. Dude, I don't I don't know. The I'd miss, I'm just on YouTube way you too much. Yeah. He's like, okay, so you work nine hours a day. What are you doing the other? Oh, uh, well, God. What's <laughs> 15? No. 15. 15. Yeah. What are you doing the other 15 hours? Okay, you got to commute. That's an hour. 14 hours. And you got to commute. So you commute both ways an hour. Okay, you're at 13 hours. What are you doing the other 13 hours? Oh, no, you got you to gotta sleep. Sleeping, so he's like, you eight. can go on six hours of sleep. Okay? What are you doing those seven hours? If you're not doing work, then don't complain. And he's right. He's right. But it does, it, the same thing goes to weightlifting, yeah. obviously. But to kind of turn this whole thing around, the kids... What I'm fearful of is like the kids always want to find the best, the, yeah. most individual yeah. thing. And this is why it's so ironic because we talk about hacks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Such what's, a hack. The, yeah, how, how squatting eight times a week is a fast. hack, guys. It's like, well, <laughs> get strong fast. <laughs> Pick up a tabloid and uh, that's a hack. Pick up a tabloid magazine and it says, get shredded abs quick. No, dude. You know what? Is there you a way to fucking, actually do that? You know what the hack is? The Instagram ads that have like the, the ad. Oh my God. The Photoshopping. No, 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 no. They're, they're like, uh, they're like stem machines for your, they're shaped like abs. You put them on their oh abs my God, and they dude. electrocute you and they fucking apparently give you rock hard solid <laughs> abs. 
So that technology, without, by the way, has been around since any, the 50s. Without any extra help, dude. It's it's the easiest, quickest way to get shredded. Yeah, so that's the issue, right? The, okay, this, here we go. That's the issue with people trying to get shredded abs. It's not It's not the diet. It's not the no. actual exercise itself. No, it's, it's actually getting focused contractions of the muscles yeah. as if there aren't enough exercises. <laughs> hey, how do I contract my ab muscles? I don't know how to do that. How do I do that? Stand up straight. Just like a uh, bend. <laughs> my issue, here's why I don't have abs. I don't know how to contract my abdominal muscles. Uh, bend your body. <laughs> here's the thing. Like roll on it and like like bend it this way. And like do it till it burns. That's how you contract a muscle. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Putting a little box just, that just... It, just uh, uh, dude, that make you, throw you, up hey, so hey, fast. Uh, you imagine you're like you're like chilling you're at a buddy's to place. Like... You're like just like watching TV at your buddy's place. He's like, "What's up, dude?" You're like, huh, uh, "Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, uh, I'm just I'm working, working out. out right now, dude." <laughs> you fucking just puke, <laughs> dude. Good workout today. You just vomit. You just you just worked out so hard you threw up, dude. Oh man! All right, that's oh. an hour long. That's all we're gonna. That's all we got today. Um, to close I, up, guys, if you, you know, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna I'm gonna get an Instagram and we're gonna get everything. Training make Instagram everything. Um, go to the YouTube channel, Training Make Podcast. Uh, Instagram Training Make Podcast. And what I think I want to get people to ask questions. I want to do a lot of stuff yeah. here. And if yeah, you if you have if you have any questions that you would like us to address, like the million of of Instagram questions that all or not Instagram, the millions of YouTube questions yeah. that end up on the videos and stuff like that, um, we can try to address some of those. If you have questions that we can actually talk about, it's kind of the whole point of this. Give us a longer form to actually discuss some of the things that you guys might want to hear about yeah and uh yeah so go follow us at all those places thank you so much for listening this has been the training make podcast with your host zach tellender co-hosted by colin phillips we'll see you on the next one